everybody welcome back to another episode of silent with the cooks i'm erica and this is my mama this is valerie and good evening and we are here smashing sports this week yes we are um we hope everyone is doing well um staying safe and staying Mm -hmm. cool staying cool it poured down for about 15 minutes here and it's kind of nice outside right now, so. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, Let's go ahead and jump right on into our highlights and violations segment. Um, Did you have a highlight this week? Mm, no, not really. Mm, no, no highlights. Okay. My highlight this week is Diana Taurasi, the GOAT. Um, mm-hmm. She became the first WNBA player to score 9,000 points, which Yay. obviously makes her the leading scorer Yay. in WNBA history. Right. Um, so she finally she's finally back on the floor after fracturing her sternum a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. So, <coughs> And she comes back on fire, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All righty then. Basically. All righty then. Um, okay, so do you have a violation this week? I have two. Oh, please share. The alleged shimmy. Who's oh like he gosh. is. Oh, my and, gosh. And the Hawks fans. Not the Hawks fans. It is the Hawks fans. The Hawks fans. Giannis needs to needs to speed uh, up uh, his uh, routine. Uh, I already know uh, where you're so, going. Uh, okay, so you know <laughs> those are my violations. That well, number one, the shimmy was so ugly. You are not at the point where you could do something like that. You but, just start now, and before you even shoot, that was just ugly. And I, that was just ugly. It was just ugly. It was. I thought it, it was, was great. ugly. And then them fans, y'all just ugly. That's just ugly because Giannis you're not even counting right. You're up. not even counting right. One thousand one. Giannis 1, needs to do. needs to speed up his routine. What was it in um, what games one and two or whatever? The little last two minute report. How on. Two occasions they should have called a 10 second violation. He needs to speed up. Anyway, those, those, those are my violations. I had to combine them, I couldn't pick one or the other, so I just said both of them. <laughs> so, this may be, be this may be a continuation uh, Hot as Fish Grease Part Two because of that. Okay. Well, my violation this week, it's kind of old news, but I'm still pretty upset about it. But the fact that Neka Ogumike, six-time All-Star, former MVP, you know, hits games winners to win WNBA championships, was somehow left off of the Team USA roster. Yeah, I saw the roster, and then the, I heard that, and I because, and you have to forgive me, I, you know, I don't know everybody. But I know at least one play on that. I don't know. So I'm like, how is she better than Anika? I don't know. So I I, I would agree with you on that. I would agree with you on yeah. that. Yeah, and I think the the more frustrating part is that every peep the people who put together this roster, they mm-hmm. all decided only one person is allowed to answer questions about the roster. But then that person who they all said would answer questions about the roster said we don't answer, we don't talk about who gets picked for the roster. <laughs> but That's they, the violation. But they said, oh, it doesn't have anything to do with injury or whatever, because um, I know she's missed some time. Yeah, I told you I was looking forward Did to the beginning of the season. But I mean, but she's also, I, I, but also with me being disappointed that she wasn't selected to see so many players come to defend her and, you know, 
even outside of her basketball resume, like she absolutely should be mm-hmm. on the team. Mm-hmm. But um, what she and with the help of others were asked to do in the bubble, um, she was a huge part of it. Yes, as her role as the, the, right. as the president for the players. Association. Right, exactly. There you go. There you go. We just said it. She's what. The president of the Players okay. Association. Okay. There you go. And Again, almost... another disrespectful moment. You know what? I sure do agree. I got three men this week. <laughs> hey, disrespectful. Yeah. Um. So, basically, what, what happened was that Don Staley, who's going to be coach of the team, when they asked her about it, of course she doesn't make the she doesn't she's not a part of the selection process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she assumed I'm I'm not I don't want to say assumed, but um she didn't know that she wasn't a part ba- of the team. based on her statement, she alluded to the fact that she that NECA is dealing with an injury right now, and maybe she basically said if the decision had to be made a month from now and she was healthy, that she thought that she would be on the team. Um, so of course they go to the actual officials who are a part of the selection committee. They all point fingers of like, Oh, I'm not allowed to speak on that. And we finally get to the person who allegedly is allowed to speak on it. And they say they don't talk about injuries and injuries and the selection of the team and yada, yada, yada. But anyway, that's my violation this week. She absolutely mm-hmm. deserves. I don't think NECA has had the chance to even be on an Olympic team. And who's to say three years from now? Right. It's every four years. You're, you're right. It's not promised that she can get picked promised. for the next team. Right, right. right. So that was, that was, that was, um, that's my violation this week. That was very mm-hmm. disappointing. And I get you. I, you know, heartbreaking, but to see everyone come to her defense from people who don't even, who aren't even on the LA Sparks, mm-hmm. um, that was a bit, that that felt better. It made me feel better. Yeah, Candy spoke up. Yeah. All right, so let's get into our headlines of the week. A lot of basketball. Playoff basketball. Mm-hmm. WNBA basketball as we get closer to I figured we check in as we approach the Olympic break mm-hmm. um, in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are in the conference finals. We are in the midst of conference finals. Right, we're finally maybe close to the Bucks championship game. The Bucks are leading the Hawks two games to one, mm-hmm. with Game Four being tonight, Tuesday night. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I was going to miss something. Uh, well, luckily I, I mentioned yeah, it. You, you sure are. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, mm. game one, the, the the Hawks snuck in and got a win. Um, game two, the, 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 the Bucks <laughs> thumped them. Thumped them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Trey Young did not play well. The Hawks turned the ball over. They couldn't make shots. They got thumped. Um, game three, it was a bit closer. Bit closer. It was a good game. It was game a good three. game. I just um, Chris Chris Middleton took over in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he stepped up in his role as great a team, comeback. I as mean, a, you know, as a team down. closer. So. I enjoyed that game. I'm still riding with the Bucks um, because of Trey Young and the Hawks fans. I will not be rooting for the Hawks at all. <laughs> I'm going to continue. Possibly rooting. ever. I am going to continue um, rooting for the Hawks, um, but I also can see the writing on the wall. Um, Trey Young accidentally stepped on an official's foot in yeah. Game Three. Mm-hmm. Um, diagnosed with a bone bruise and he's questionable. I, last I checked, he was questionable. He may have been upgraded. Well, and since then. you know he had he had those ankle braces on, and he was looking at the ref like, and the ref was like, "Come on, play ball." <laughs> I, 
I, I mean, that's that's un, that's unfortunate. Right. And I, and it I was. Am, and it I was not sure, intentional. It wasn't. And I'm sure there'll be some change in where officials are allowed to stand. Because, like, you can, because uh, unfortunately, that is the last thing the league wants to happen is one of his stars gets hurt because he accidentally steps on a referee's foot. Um, so Trey is questionable for game. The referee should have went down. <laughs> Trey is questionable for game four, and honestly, if he's not gonna play, he's not gonna be on the floor. Well, you know what? I think it's a, it's a hit, wrap. Hit, I think. I think he's gonna play. I think he he's flying high now, and he's he tried. I, I'm, he, I'm trying to be positive here. He's, I appreciate that, but I also have to let's be honest here. He tried to return in in game three, and it was clear that he was working through some things. Now I do trust and believe that if he's capable, he will be out there. But I don't. I just don't want. Like like what happened to Durant in the playoffs year before last year before last last. Yeah, you get he's not he's not going. Oh no, he's not going. That's what I don't want. It's you it's, know like Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson. I don't want that. It's you a know bone. it's not worth all of that. It's it's a bone bruise, so there's not really a chance to. Something traumatic would have to happen for him to injure it even more. Uh, with it being a bone bruise, it's it's really based on like his 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 pain tolerance. Well, he's and a if, little fella anyway, so. And if he can move the way that he normally moves, he's a, he's and so if he can't, if he can't, if he can't take a lick, if he can't hit him one time, if he can't get to the, if he can't get to the paint, if he can't get to the paint, if he can't do his dribble moves, if he can't do a step back, I. I I really don't see the point of I know he's gonna try and play, but if he can't do the things that they need him to do, then there's no point. Um, so and then also like yes, I'm rooting for the Hawks, but I'm I'm realistic. The Bucks are the better team. I was just hoping that they would lose so they can get a better coach. <laughs> <laughs> You still on that man's case, I, I, and 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 I'm fifty fifty. I'm I'm just gonna, I'm I'm fifty fifty. Um, if we keep Coach, whatever his name is, B, I call him Coach B. If we keep with the game plan, with let Giannis go in the paint, let him do his 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 work in the paint, and then the rest of the players can shoot the. Ooh, don't strike me. Shoot the three, shoot the jumper, you know, that sort of thing. But as long as my man, ain't nobody going to stop him when he's driving. Nobody is going to stop him. I mean, that that's, he was so beautiful the other night. You couldn't stop him. I agree. I mean. He, as long as I, he don't get the bug for shooting three-pointers. Right. <laughs> right. Let you, let your other teammates do the threes. Uh, I, I was just, Erica, the other night, I was just, I was like, damn, it, it's just beautiful. It, it was just beautiful. I was like, that's how you're supposed to play. He still that's how Joel needs to play. He still needs to speed up his routine. <clears throat> Well, you know, this, I, I, that's, I say that's, this at I say this at because it's going to happen. Every, it's right. going to happen in the finals. It's honestly, it's I say this every year. I say this every year. Everybody needs to go home when the season is over and practice three point shoot. I mean, your free throws shooting. I say this every year. I because there's somebody out there every year that can't shoot a free throw. I believe. And okay. you know what? I'm tired. These are professionals. I'm tired of saying, go I home, spend the summer shooting your free throws. Giannis, I am sure Giannis practices his free throws. The issue is the the length of his routine. That gives you too much. It's too much time for him to do something wrong. Like he really just needs to treat it as a catch and shoot. Whatever little nonsense he want to do before he get the ball. 
fine, whatever. You get the ball, shoot it immediately. One dribble. Not why are you dribbling so much? You look, you can't even shoot pull up. Well, why why does Kevin why does Kevin Durant shimmy before he shoot? Because that's his routine. It don't take all day, and he makes them. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, everybody's got a routine. Everybody, yes. I know, and I recognize everybody is different. Nobody, and nobody's I did not notice this. A whole ten well, seconds I, though. I, and I didn't notice this throughout the season because, you know, during the season, you just ain't paying attention. to. The, I, I'm not paying attention to the free throws. I'm going to be honest. And I, and I guess because y'all professionals, y'all supposed to know how to shoot a free throw. Why every year we got to see folks and they free throw faux pas. Why? Because cause your, your weaknesses are magnified in the playoffs. That's why. Okay. But like I said, Giannis, Giannis, this series, Giannis has shot the free from the free throw line pretty well the past two I mean, minutes. he's decent. He's making them. But the thing is, yo, I don't know anyone else's free throw routine who takes the whole 10 seconds. That's all I'm saying, Giannis. Just catch and shoot. Catch and shoot. Catch and shoot. I'm, I'm, well, I, I'm, I'm going, I'm obviously I'm excited. I want to see beauty. Like I saw the other night. It was just, it was just, it was just. Catch and shoot, Giannis. Cause they going to keep up. Cause you are going to be right. Dealing, they, dealing that, with that, people that, that's counting. Their, that's going to be their game plan. Number one. For the rest of time, every arena he go to, they are going to count. The opposing fans are going to count how long it takes for him to shoot his free throw. Okay. So while you out here bad at Hawks fan, you're going to be bad at everybody in the league. Okay. Then I'll be <laughs> mad at everybody in the league. I mean, I, I'll just be mad at everybody in the league. I'll just, I just, oh, you would think. The Hawks fan would be glad, number one, the pandemic's over. They were allowed in the arena, even though at a, a limited amount. And that the Hawks are in the playoffs. But y'all yeah, got to so turn let's give ugly. Our, let's give ourselves the best shot we can by getting the person who's going to shoot all these free throws to miss. Let's let, hey, let us move uh-huh. on. Yeah, let let's us move, move on, on to the West. That, I don't like it. Ain't gonna like it. Ain't gonna make me like it. So in the West, we have the Suns who are leading the Clippers three games to two. Um, Kawhi still has not played. Um, and now Mr. Hot as fish grease part two. Continue. And now Mr. Zubas is also out with a knee injury that he sustained at the end of game four. But, you know, Paul George showed up in the second half of game five, dropped, you know, 41 points. To keep, to keep, you know who's been consistent is Paul George. Other than those, you know, late game free throws, he has played well. But we need Kawhi. Him, him and Reggie Jackson have played well. Reggie Jackson. I just don't know about my Clippers. I'm, I'm, like I said, this is hottest fish grease part two. I think it's uh, hot. number one. I, they have Kawhi can't sit with the team. Maybe it's best. Like honestly, maybe maybe him being down there. Maybe obviously they know something we don't know. That's that. I guess Kawhi is always going to be the mystery man. Because like I said, I didn't see the injury. I must have blinked my eye. You did. Um, mm-hmm. He hasn't been with the team. Well, he's been with the team up in the in the rafters. He, um, I'm sure he's with the team all the other time, but for games, maybe it's best that he sits away from the bench. I don't know what he's done during other games that he's missed this season. But maybe, like I said, maybe they know something we don't know. Yeah, I think something's going on, but go on. You know, like I said, he's a mystery man. Don't nobody know what he's thinking or what he's talking about. Great poker face all the time. But, you know, when he's on the floor, 
he he doing his thing. He he continue. Out of all the teams, I would say that Paul George and Kawhi were or have are the most consistent players this season. And yeah, this postseason, uh, I would say that. Um, it's just the Clippers have dug themselves into a hole every series. <laughs> Going down 0-2. And so, uh, game And I was... haven't seen... They have played... They've mm-hmm. come back. Yes, they've come back. But that's exhausting. Yes. And I don't think they have enough. Not, now with Zubats being out with the knee injury, we're not, we don't know how long he'll be out, um... I don't think they have enough. I think the Suns are riding on cloud nine. I the, yes, I told I don't, you, my boy, Layton. I hope you're seeing what I saw. I just I don't think I just don't see how the Suns are going to lose three games in a row. Well, now two and you know mm-hmm, two two mm-hmm. more in a, like I just mm-hmm. don't. I mean, they're, they're riding high. That's all I can say. Like, and I can see Layton it, but I just coming don't. to play. He got Chris Paul in his ear. Um, uh, Devin Booker, he's out there shooting out, shooting the lights out, um, even with the mask on. Um, uh, Devin Booker's been struggling. Shooting-wise, he's still scoring because he's getting to the free throw line, but he hasn't shot the ball well. Neither has Chris Paul. But that's to be expected. He right. Has, 11 days. But still, a comp- the combination and the bench play from the Suns, I I, I, I just don't, don't see it. I, I and, don't I, either. And I'm, like I said, hot as fish grease part two this week. Doggone Clippers. Every year. Every year the Clippers disappoint me. Well, every that's, year. That's what the Clippers do. Every year. They're still the Clippers. And, you know, I was watching the game, and I realized, I said, doggone it. I said, Chris Paul was the reason why I started looking at the Clippers. Chris yes. Paul. That is true. Blake Griffin. DeAndre yeah, Jordan. And, um, anyway, that's how I became a Clipper fan. And. None of them are there. Maybe it's time for you not to be there. Maybe well, it's time now the Doc has moved on to Philadelphia. Maybe it's time for you. I don't to have any answers. I don't have any answers. Do I think it's Lou? I don't think it's him. He's made quite uh, – I think he's doing a good job. He's made certain adjustments. Um, them switching to that smaller lineup whenever DeAndre Ayton isn't on the – oh, no, whenever DeAndre Ayton is on the floor, them going with a smaller lineup has worked well. Um, but also, PG Paul George has played well, minus those late-game free throws. Reggie Jackson has played well. Patrick Beverly has been a pest. As usual. And knocked out, it's knocking down some threes, making you some threes. You know what? And he 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 he's a close third on my other violation because he was wrong the other night. I he was very wrong. Saw no problem. Really? Okay. One, Chris Paul flopped. Um, that shouldn't have been a <laughs> that shouldn't have that there was that should have not been a flagrant. No, foul. no, I agree with you on that. I agree um, with you on that. That Chris wasn't. Paul, Chris Paul looked looked for contact and then flopped. And then two, Chris Paul does that stuff all the time to other people. Chris Paul is just as annoying as Patrick Beverly is. <laughs> just as annoying. And you're right. You're right. But I but see two wrongs don't make a right. I thought but that's that's Patrick Beverly. He's sort of like a Stevenson to me. It remind what he did that night reminded me of what Stevens Stevenson did to um LeBron that year. Which I thought was just ugly, but anyway. Um Patrick Beverly is being a pest, and that was the one time where I was like, Ooh, you know Lord. what, Patrick, I'll let you that have that one. Because it shouldn't have been a flagrant foul. Like, 
He got a bad. Oh, rip. that was before they even called. Did they call it or did they review it and then call it a fragrance? They yeah, they reviewed it and then called it. A, okay, a that's what I thought. So that was wrong on so many levels because that wasn't a fragrance. The smack in uh, Paul George's face was I thought was flagrant, but. They didn't call it that, so I don't know. No, they called that one a flagrant foul. Oh, they did? Okay. They said it was unnecessary. I didn't think it was a flagrant foul. I just thought it was a regular common foul. Because, it, it, yes, it was a bad closeout. Like, he already let go of the ball, and Jay Crowder is still inching towards him. But, like, people get hit in the face all the time. Like, I, I, I don't necessarily understand how the, how the league defines – Unnecessary. Well, I'll tell you what we are going to be. I'm glad we're talking about this because it's bring up. I've been wanting to talk to you about this because um, I I have a huge problem with the offensive player leaning in to the defensive player and the defensive player gets called. Now, it's my understanding that they're going to be looking at this and possibly changing yes. the rules, which I will be glad because that – to me, it's dirty playing. And how in the world, if the offensive player is leaning in on the defensive player, it's a foul on the defensive player. I never have understood that. I My issue with that was is only when they make those calls when and the defensive player doesn't leave their feet. Now, if you go for a shot fake, you shouldn't have went for the shot fake. Like, yes, create that contact and get to the free throw line. But if I stay – but me, if I, as a defender, stay on the ground and you still lean into me, like, that's not your normal shooting motion. You ain't shooting no jump shot. Like, Paul George got got away with one of those calls where he lost the handle, grabbed the ball. Um, whoever was guarding him was still trying to pick up a loose ball. And so he just immediately decided to go up into the shot. That, that wasn't no reasonable shot. Like, you wasn't ever going to shoot that ball. You only did it because you saw the man's hands in the cookie jar and going after a loose ball at that. See, that's what I'm saying. That's, and I get it. Me and your daddy had this discussion the other day because we were watching TNT, watching Charles and Shaq go back and forth because they are from the era of my basketball, okay? Yeah, where you, you are, like, where you are allowed to put your forearm into somebody's <laughs> chest. Yes. <laughs> When they didn't call hand checking and all this stuff, right? Why can't that's basketball? Because that that stops the free flowing movement. The what? The free flowing movement. You know, what people flowing? getting getting to the rim and passing the ball and you know running and da 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 da. Oh, that's that's how they feel. That's how we got there. That's how we got to the NBA that we have now. Okay. Because if you can't, when you can't put your forearm in somebody's chest, it makes it easier to score, which means higher scores, which means more basketball, more highlights, which they thought would attract more fans. That's how we got here. But yes, I agree with you. I'm glad they are going to take a look at some of these because now people are being uh, uh, slightly (laughs) egregious. I mean, it's become acting. I mean, I'm. I, I mean, I called Patrick Beverly my violation this week, but at the same time, it's called acting. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I agree. So I think I, I don't like it, and you get mad at me. But see, stuff like that—that's when you get get your face put in the wood. I just don't I just don't think it's fair to defenders if they don't leave their feet that this is happening to them. Now if you go for a shot fake and you go flying through the air and you bump into somebody, that's on you, sir. Don't go for the shot fake. Stay on the ground. Um Even when they are Erica, there's been instances where they are planted. They're not moving. Yeah. I'm like, really? But anyway. Yeah. Um. So, I I I know we got off tangent, but I, <laughs> I I I've been wanting to talk about that ever since I heard whoever was announcing the game that they were gonna look. Well, I think Mark Jackson and what's his face, they were going back and forth whether it was a foul or whatever. I mean, they were literally going back and forth, and you, you could tell they these were two coaches who had two different perspectives, and. 
Yeah, um, Jeff, Jeff gotta look. Jeff gotta look here in the way. He, he, he said the, he said I hate the sissification. <laughs> that's it, that's the word he used, sissification. And I, that, and that, I, that, he, I was hollering, thank you, Erica. And I was I like, I just wrote that down because like, I, he, like, I, I got that's it. what they make in basketball. That's what they make in basketball. I, I understood his point, but don't leave, just leave the word sissy alone. Please. Okay, okay, okay. Just leave it alone. Well, okay, okay. And he probably got in trouble for that statement. He probably did. I hope somebody just at least pulled him to he the probably side. Did. He probably did. I, well, mm. I think he caught Mark Jackson off. What? <laughs> yeah, off. because, like, you could just say, like, they making the league too soft. You don't have to. It, right, right, right. So to. he probably got in trouble with that. But that's how I feel. That's how I feel. He said how I felt about the league today. You look at somebody wrong, it's a foul. And, and, and it's the same way with the NFL. You can't touch nobody these days. It's freaking football. What you supposed to do? Not play football. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's football. My God, it's football. Yeah. Um. The person gets tackled. Now, I, you know, some of the... Let's move on, because that's going to be a whole nother. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we've had some head coaching vacancies filled. Um, the Trailblazers. Oh, which, I got which, another violation. I had a lot of violations this week. Which leads, which these two hires. The first, my other, my other violation so, is so, all the negativity that has been bought up from Bilp's past. I'm glad you brought it up because I do think it's anyway. So the Trailblazers have hired Chauncey Billis as their new head coach, and there was some backlash to the hiring because of a incident that happened in 1997. Um, there were no charges actually like that came forward, but there was an incident. I will have to go and like actually look into the said incident, but. I do think it's, I think it's fair to, and there was a press conference today where they introduced him as the new head coach. Oh, they did? Okay. And a reporter asked, he he basically said, you've mentioned in the past how this incident in 1997 changed you, like forever changed you going forward. How, How did that affect you? How did that change you? And somebody from the PR team for the Blazers jumped in and say, you know, we addressed this. It had been addressed in the past. We addressed this with him going forward. So he's not going to answer any questions. And so I think that is the problem. I think there there needs to be, like, yes, this happened. People are, people make mistakes. People make bad decisions. But you, but in order to make people feel comfortable that this isn't a you know an issue an ongoing problem like you need to answer to that so and i thought that was a perfectly fine question you told us this incident forever changed you explain to us how that changed and and so explain to us how that changed you and that gives chauncey billis the opportunity to show us that he's not that person he was in 1997. I don't think it's an issue to bring up certain things that happened in the past because I, I think it's important to prove. I think it's important when it comes to forgiveness that you have to show some change and it can't, right, right. and you have to show that to people. Right. And we, and a lot of the times these pro- professional athletes, whether it's somebody, you know, get caught saying something racist or homophobic, mm-hmm. nobody asks that question of, okay, well tell us how you've changed. Mm-hmm. Tell us how this incident made you a better person. You are my child, Erica. (laughs) I think probably what will occur is that he will answer that question. But not according to the PR team for the Trailblazers. Well, I think... I think he will answer that question. 
it's just not gonna happen now because it's because of the amount of backlash because I I do believe that no matter what he says now it's gonna make a difference everybody is up in uproar about it um, I I disagree if you can provide because he honestly they gave him the perfect question to make everybody feel better about what happened like whether whatever true false whatever the allegations were if you can explain to us why you and you're right why you, you got a changed. point if he convinced the trailblazers organization then he should be a i, I agree i agree i agree uh and that and I, that's, was, I was just taken aback um because I guess, number one, I never heard of those allegations. I don't even know what uh, they're yeah, talking about. Yeah. I didn't I haven't either. I was like, and, I, and to be honest, I didn't look for them either. Because uh, I'm, I'm like you. You know, if you truly change, number one, you see it. Uh, and obviously, there have been no issues since 1997. That, that, we, that we know of. Well. He's married, has family, had a successful broadcasting career. Doesn't mean had a successful. I mean, the rest of his NBA career. So, does it mean I mean, much? I, no, it it's surface wise. No, it's on the surface. But I agree with you. I just I I you're right. It, it, it's not going to even matter when he says it. He he needs to say it now. Yeah, I say I, I I disagree with you. I just didn't know when it came out. I was like, "What are they talking about? I ain't never heard this." I, I, you know, I was just, and then I said, "Well, it doesn't matter. Something is out there." Yeah, and so that this leads me to the next thing that I wanted to bring up because I think the only reason why these questions are being asked was because of who the Mavericks decided to hire, um, which is Jason Kidd. And now when the Trailblazers jobs first came open i remember you mentioned that jason kidd took himself as as, took himself out of the running as a candidate because he knew some things in his past were going to make it to the forefront but i hadn't heard that in this instance now see that's what i'm saying i guess if you you know me if you're gonna be this way with this you gotta be this way with everybody but the the thing is is those questions have come forward um because about jason kidd Yes, because he has pled guilty to a a charge related mm-hmm. to a domestic violence mm-hmm. situation. And the fact that it's the Mavericks who, back in 2018, I don't know if you remember, we got that expose about how toxic and misogynistic the actual culture of working within the Mavericks organization was and the numerous um, complaints from female employees about sexual harassment, um, even sexual assault, and how Mark Cuban gave us the whole, you know, teary-eyed spiel about how he's the head of, you know, the head of this organization. He needs to take over and step up and change everything. But if if Mark Cuban, if you're supposed to be the person that's taking the reins in your organization to fix the misogynist problem, the 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 toxic workplace that you created and then you go and hire Jason Kidd who has a his, has this history where he pled guilty to a issue surrounding domestic assault I, like there's there's questions that need to be answered and that's what I'm saying and I think that's why these questions about Chauncey Billis have been more so in the forefront because we just did this with the Mavericks a week ago but you know what I ago. never and, and maybe it's me maybe it's my ignorance I never to be honest, I've never heard anything negative about Chelsea Dillips. Jason Kidd, yeah. I mean, but anyway, you're right. He needs to step up and he needs to say something to make the general public, like he made the Trailblazer organization comfortable. He, he needs to make the fan base but that, then and the that general leads, public that comfortable. Leads, that leads a lot of people to the the question of well did the trailblazers even ask because the question they claim they did because the question that that they said he was thoroughly vetted right so if somebody is presented with the question of how did this how did this event change you as a person 
You should be absolute. Yes, answer that question. Prove to the people that you are changed. That you are a changed man. You're not this person who made this mistake. You know, bad decision when you are a young person. Yes, absolutely. Answer that question. So for for the PR team for the Trailblazers to just straight up and be like, yeah, he's not answering any questions related to this. We've done our yada yada. That's that's sketch. Mm-hmm. No, you're same right thing, there. Same, right. Same I thing. just got, I just got upset. I was like every time, and I mean just every time, a black man, and I'm just gonna say it, a black man is up for something. They got to drag him through the mud, and I'm t- well, tired of it. I don't think I'm tired anybody... of it, Erica. You know I'm tired. You already know I'm tired. I don't think anybody has been actually dragged through the mud. Like, the man still has a job. He's still going to coach. Nobody, neither one of them, both of them had these things happen to them, and they still got hired. Like, they're fine. Like, I think it's fair to ask these these questions. And, yes, I agree with you. Like, because there is a lack of black head coaches, like, yes, mm-hmm. I, was ex- I was very excited when I heard the news that Jason Kidd was going to be hired that Chauncey Billups was going to be hired. But at the same time, I can't just be like, oh, you're you you black and it's fine. You've harmed people, not, but I, you're you black. Know, you're not, you know I'm not saying that. <laughs> I know you're not. I know. I know. Uh, but but I'm, I've, just, I, I'm so the, tired. I'm so tired here. But I'm there's, tired. I, think, I think there's valid questions that should be asked and answered. And I think a lot of this would be a lot of the the hoopla would be quelled if people would would offer more than just no you're a, right a, a, i mean you're right a, at the end a of, vague you're right. apology I, you know you are my child and i hate to admit it you're right you're right why didn't you just say something you obviously you made the organization feel good make your fan base and the general public feel good about this to see exactly and then for, for in the mavericks case it was, this was just a bad hire. Like, great, but coming up just two years ago, we found out how terrible it is for women to work within your organization, and then this is the person you hire. It's like, so did you really care about the women that work for the Mavericks organization, or was all of that stunt that Mark and, Cuban and, was and, did and, all that? And, and Jason Kidd could have done. He could, obviously, I'm I'm hoping that he made his case to the Maverick organization as well because people do change. I agree, but you have to you have to show us the change. Okay. That's really it. You have to prove, like, you have to show us the change. You okay. have to prove to us the change. It can't be no vague, oh, I'm a new person. It was a mistake. No, like, explain to us why you're not that All person. Right. <laughs> now you know, and I just saw this. And it's upset me because once again, you know, the Memphis Tigers get on a roll and then the coaches leave. Yeah. So Penny, the magic yeah. of looking at the magic is looking at Penny Hardaway. Yeah. Um I'm I'm I don't know how I feel about that just yet. Because of course I don't I never thought that he decided to become the head coach for a college team, and he just only ever wanted to be a college coach. Like, I never – I would be silly. It would be silly for me to think that. But at the okay. same time, I feel like he just got there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it, he's making a difference. This, I guess, I, I need to address to the Memphis board. I mean, aside, aside from all all the nonsense with James Wiseman, like he's making an impact. Every time they get a de- every time Memphis get a decent coach, then something they up and leave. Now they may leave the program in shambles, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only thinking about Coach Cal. But uh, <laughs> he's you know he obviously. He's made a home in Kentucky and is has been very highly successful at Kentucky as well as his players. 
And so he's not, he didn't leave Kentucky in shambles like he did all the other schools that he coached at. I agree. But yeah, we'll. So we'll, I'm just saying, Memphis needs to stop. Get a coach, stick with it. I don't think we've had, I can't even name the coaches late 80s, 90s. <laughs> I would have to see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously, I was used to Kirk and then Finch, but. Hopefully, I'm hoping he won't leave. It's only been, what, two, three years? And again, is Mark Jackson just not interested in coaching anymore? I'm going to say his name again. (coughs) It's like taboo. Don't say Mark Jackson's name when you mention coaching openings. I don't. I think the Reverend is fine where he is. Okay. I think Pastor is just fine where he is. Okay. He's having a good time. He getting fat. I mean, all of us are. Everybody been stuck in the house for the past year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> we all are, and that's okay. Take care of yourselves. Okay. Your body was just trying to help you survive. Okay. Um, let us move on to the WNBA. Just yeah, to we check went all in. the way off the rails. Yeah, we did. Let's just check in with the current standings. Um, we still have the Storm in the first place. The Aces are in second place, followed by the Sun, then the Sky, who Candace Park has returned to the lineup, so things have turned around for the Sky. Then we have the Liberty, the Wings, the Mercury, and the Lynx in eighth place. So those Yay, are the my playoff teams. My Lynx. Um, as you all know, we are rooting for the Aces. Um, the Aces just actually beat the Storm in overtime. He's not playing tonight. Shot. He's not playing tonight. Trey Young? Uh-uh. Yeah. He's not playing he tonight. Didn't think he would. Um, just flashed across my screen. Nice. But, yeah, our Aces, they are playing well. They are finally gelling as a team with our new additions. Um. I'm excited for the Aces. I try and watch every time whenever they're on TV. Uh, mm-hmm. Catch what I can. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Storm are being the Storm. They are just an elite group. They are playing well. They are yeah, forced to be recognized. You know, you, yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't say nothing. I mean, they, they playing. They playing. I just need my Aces to be like them. Let's put it that way. My Aces need to be like them. I agree. And then my uh, links need to get back on top. I think they got they got a long way to go. Okay, okay, okay. Um, because with Candace Parker returning to the lineup for the sky, things have turned around. One eighty. I know. One eighty for made, the sky. It's, she's made. It's <laughs> it's amazing how one person can make such a difference. And based on the past draft season, them wings are looking good too. I they mean, they should. Good. They had all they the picks. They did good. They had all they the did. picks in the first they round. Did. They did. They did. They did. But, yeah, the the Wings are playing well. The Liberty, I know they had a bit of rough rough patch, but their young core between Sabrina and their Ricky mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. other sophomore players, they, they are playing well. Um, Quell and the Sun, Quell is balling out. I'm happy for her. Shout out to my 18, my fellow yeah. 18. You know, she was my girl last year, so <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't saying nothing. I don't necessarily like the sun, but I recognize play when I see play. Yes. And I do right. expect the Mercury, their position to change now that Diana's you think back, so? back. Yeah, now that Diana's back in the lineup. I need the links to step it up. I need them to step it up. But yeah, so there's a, we have a couple more, like another. Before a break? Yeah, so the 14th, I believe the 14th is the last game before the mm-hmm. Olympic, before the Olympic break. Oh, excuse mm-hmm. me, not the 14th. Um, the 11th. I think the 14th may be the All-Star game. I see something about Team USA versus Team WNBA. I don't really know what's happening. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the the July 11th is, like, the last day of games before the Olympic break. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll check in with the ladies next week. Um, 
Just know we're rooting for the Aces all the way. Right. right. <laughs> That's the most and important please part. find some tickets. That's all I ask. Yeah. That's yeah. all I was looking forward to this summer, Erica. What's the game? I, I feel like Ticketmaster was playing with my feelings, so we are going to try StubHub because... Okay, because I, I really was looking forward to that. Because I don't understand how tickets are sold out between the Dream and the Fever when they're they the two worst teams in the league. <laughs> I hate to say it, but they're the two. Hook the two. me up. Hook me up. Hook me up. I was so looking forward to that. Just coming down. Being with you, and then we go to a game. We're going to try our best. All right. Let's, let's. I got my mask and everything. I'm going to be inside. I'm going to be wearing a mask. Yes, this is true. On that note, let us get on out of here. Do you have any words of wisdom for the people this week? I, no, just stay out there. Stay, try to stay cool. Stay hydrated. Uh, keep your mask on when, you, when you're inside. Um, yes. I mean, right. I mean, you know, this is everyday, common day life from now on. Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, I just keep your mask on when you're inside. When you're outside, that's okay. But when you're inside, keep your mask on. You know, I've seen a lot of the, the merchants up here now have put a sign up, like people are going to be honest. You know, if you've been fully vaccinated, you do not need to be masked. Gonna be honest. No, we have shown everything. I mean, I, my thing is, if you were fighting and refused to wear a mask, why do I think you went and got vaccinated? Yeah, you know, Americans have shown everything right, but, but so, honesty during this pandemic. So, <laughs> you expect somebody to be honest and follow this sign? No. Right. But anyway, I digress. All right. Um, if you're looking for previous episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. If you are looking for us on social media, you can find us at Sideline WT Cooks on Twitter and Instagram. And with that being said, we will be back next week. Smashing more sports. Oh yeah. And hopefully it won't be. Hopefully it'll be a good week for me. Hopefully the Hawks no will come violations. back game seven. No we'll violations. We'll be talking about a game seven next nope. week. Nope. And it'll be the hot. Hot as fish grease part three. Oh, oh, Lord. All right, you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye.